The only thing worse than being blind is having sight but no vision. Helen Keller. Hey, hustlers, welcome to the Hustle Show audio experience. Real, no filter conversations with successful entrepreneurs where we go over the harsh truth nobody told you about being an entrepreneur. And now, your host, Christian Ariola. Hey, hustlers, my name is Christian and I am the host of the Hustle Show where we have real, no filter conversations with successful entrepreneurs. Super pumped and excited to have you here tuning in on episode 29. And I'm very excited to have my good friend, Jonathan Grybowski. You know, he's doing amazing things out there and I want him, we're going to do something very different. I want him to share his brief introduction with you because he has a really cool hustling story. So welcome, Jonathan. Christian, thank you so much for having me. Excited to show the hustle, to talk about the hustle. It's something that I'm passionate about. Um, my name is Jonathan Grzbowski. I'm the one of the co-founders of Penji, which is a dependable on-demand design service that helps marketing teams receive unlimited custom design at a flat monthly cost. A goal of mine is to empower the next generation of our workforce through education and community building. Um, I'm also the producer and host of the Blind Entrepreneur podcast, featuring interviews with entrepreneurs, CEOs, and business professionals to help those who may be temporarily blind in business uh, and guide those individuals to profitability. In my spare time, uh, you can find myself wearing startup t-shirts, streaming the WWE app because I love the WWE, uh, and also building Legos. I just made a BB-8 Lego this past weekend, and uh, it was great. It was awesome. That's awesome, man. And I also want to invite everybody listening. We are both leading a Facebook community called The Blind Hustlers. So anybody is welcome to join us there. We're providing a lot of value and working really hard to get this thing going. And you can head over to thehustleshell.co slash community and, you know, just hit us up there. And remember that all the show notes for today's episode and a way to connect with Jonathan and everything that he's going to share with you today will be available at thehustleshow.co slash THS29, along with our free book club and a lot of courses that we're putting out there for you. And before we jump into the conversation with Jonathan, I want to remind you to hit that subscribe button right now, whether you are watching this on our YouTube channel or listening on our podcast audio experience, hit that subscribe button right now because it will mean the world to me. So without further ado, let's jump in the call with Jonathan. So, Jonathan, I want to hear a little bit more about, you know, how did you get started with Penji? How did you get started as an entrepreneur? Was, that, was this your first gig or, you know, what's the story there, man? Sure, absolutely. Again, uh, Christian, thank you so much for creating this platform. It's, it's, uh, it's great to, to be able to hear the different types of stories uh, of people hustling. My story is very complex and convoluted, uh, to say the least. Uh, no, this is not my first venture. No, this is uh, not my my uh, first success, and, and and most certainly won't be my my uh, last failure. I could say that my entrepreneurial career started when I was a kid at fourteen, mowing lawns. Uh, had the bug of entrepreneurship, um, and it kind of just grew from there. I'd say that. Uh, four or five years ago, I really went all off on my own uh, after quitting my job at Apple uh, that I worked for for additional five years. Uh, and I started a, a web design business with a couple of friends of mine. And what we realized is that through the agency, the agency lifestyle, uh, it, just, it, it didn't necessarily 
um, it didn't work in our, in our favor. It didn't work in our, in our best interest. We weren't suited. Our business was not suited to fit an agency. Agency lifestyle is you get one really good customer and then uh, you get another good customer in the next three months or six months because the time it takes in order to get another customer within an agency is a lot longer than your average uh, transactional business like, uh, you know, the uh, tea or like a smoothie store uh, or a SaaS business. SaaS is, is relatively, you could buy the the, the service or the product or you know whatever it is that you're trying to do uh, just by clicking on the website and and, and uh, putting in your credit card. So what we, reali- we what we realized is we looked at ourselves directly in the mirror and we said, well, who do we want to be when we grow up? And what we realized is that it wasn't the life of an agency. So we're in the process. I'd say it's about like a year from now. We're going to completely. Uh, get rid of to some degree the agency that we have, which is Waterfront Media. Uh, it'll still exist for strategic purposes. However, we're going all in on our new product, which is called Penji. Uh, and again, it's the on-demand design platform that, uh, that I discussed earlier in the intro, where an individual, uh, a person who is a marketer, a business professional, an entrepreneur that needs something designed for them, they're able to communicate with the designer, uh, be able to talk to a designer within their phone, and receive their products in a timely manner at a flat monthly cost. And it's taken us four years, five years to figure ourselves out, so to speak. And I am so excited to create, to help uh, the entrepreneur community, the marketing, the, the brand, the world of branding, the world of design, so then they can receive really good pieces of content for their business streamlined. That's awesome, man. And, and, you know, you and I have talked about this a little bit, um, you know, and everybody that is listening, you know, entrepreneurs, we're always in the need of, of designers and, and sometimes it's very hard to find somebody reliable. So, you know, I appreciate what you guys are doing. And, you know, you mentioned you, you started as an agency and then transformed into this new product that you guys are doing. But what was that transition like for you? You know, the emotional wreckness that was going on or did you knew right away that, you know, Penji was going to hit it off because that was the, you know, the, 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 the ideal product that you needed or what was going on in your mind when, when all these things were happening? So the first thing that came to mind when you asked that question was just the, the ebbs and flows of just like entrepreneurship. So like this motion that I'm doing with my hand to the people that are actually watching and to the people that I'm, that are listening, I'm going up and down with my hand. Uh, in a wave motion. So that wave can go throughout the entire end of the screen. And that was just within like 10 minutes of living <laughs> as an entrepreneur. Yes. So it's like, I'm awesome. I'm, I suck. I'm the, I'm the best. I'm, I'm, I'm going to fail. And that happens every single day. It's completely normal. It's totally cool. I think Elon Musk, Musk said it best. Something like business is like um, uh, getting kicked in the uh, getting kicked with your head in the sand. Um, but to to the point, what agency lifestyle is different for everybody, and, and business is different for everybody, but what, what we looked at was ourselves in the mirror, and we said, well, who do we want to be? Again, who do we want to be when we grow up? And for us, the solution wasn't agency life. We are, the way that we're set up, we're very fun, outgoing. Um, we like to, to, uh, to talk to individuals, get to know the, the individual. Um, but we didn't necessarily like the aspect of the buying decision of uh, a typical agency. 
There are a ton of agencies out there that are giving other agencies bad reps. You have to throw a proposal out there. You have to create the proposal. You have to get the meeting. You have to network. You have to you have whatever. And even when you get a warm referral, and this is all as an agency, even if you were to get a warm lead, you still have to like romance the, the person to some degree uh, or romance the business. And we were just like, you know what? Like we're, it's great. Again, just not us. We don't want to have an agency for us. Our agency, we could maybe at the most grow the agency to a one to ten million dollar business, which is we're pretty much you know we were there already. So a one to ten million dollar business, or do we want to actually make a life changing and remarkable product, which is what we're doing now with Penji, and we can we expect that to grow much more than than what we anticipate. And that's on a revenue aspect, but on a personal aspect, we're able to help more people. And I could say a mission that I have in life, and the reason why I started the podcast is is to create tools for entrepreneurs that they can use whatever ecosystem that we're building, that they could use for their own business and be able to just separate themselves in, in their day-to-day activities. In my opinion, design is the greatest, the single greatest differentiator in business. If you don't have good design, you're going to be left behind. It's case in point, Apple. The reason why Apple is so successful is because of their design. Um, and, and it translates to even the small businesses. Good design goes a long way. And, and what was the, the big aha moment that made you, you know, start Penji? What was that like? How did you come up with, um, you know, rather than going and, and sticking to an agency of web of graphic designers, you went the different route, you know, you went through a more of a solution kind of thing package for everybody. So what was that moment like? How did you come up with that idea? Sure. I know I can remember that day like it was yesterday. I sat down with my co-founder and uh, we were actually, so uh, there, there's no secret about this. We have a team in Vietnam. Uh, we hire in Vietnam. My business partner is, uh, is Vietnamese. I went there to the first for the first time this past April, and we sat down. We're just like we need to do something different, and uh, we we together we came up with this idea. We both hated it at first, but then we started talking about it, and we started realizing and 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 thinking about all the outcomes and the positive outcomes that could happen, and we realized that it was the perfect solution. So the aha moment for us was in Vietnam, uh, in. I believe Phu Wok, which is a, um, which is an island outside of, of Vietnam, and we were in a coffee shop, um, and I, actually I think it was like an ice cream parlor, if, if if my memory serves me correctly. And we came up with the idea of Penji. It wasn't called Penji at the time, um, but that was our aha moment. Just looking at ourselves, looking at what we want to be when we grow up, and realizing that we aren't there yet, and being thoroughly disappointed and pissed off that we were not where we wanted to be. And so it was just that, that coming of like coming of, of person type of moment where we just looked at it, we saw it, it made sense. We went all in. That's awesome, man. And, you know, looking back, once you had that idea, you had your aha moment with your, you and your, and your business partner, and you guys decided to go all in, you know, how were those first six months for you? you know, physically, emotionally, on every aspect of the, of the business, what was going on? Six, I'd, I'd say even three, three to four months, uh, in the four months time, 
it was a very troubling experience because it's that transition, it's that focus, we have to transition the focus and you have to re-educate our team in order to do that. Um, you know, believe it or not, we have about 17 people total, uh, excuse me, 18 people now. And we, in order to uh, change focus, in order to make sure that they're aligned with the new vision, we actually fired all of our employees and rehired them under the brand Penji in order to make sure that the whole team is realigned in the new vision and not necessarily to forget about the past, but just to let them know that this is the future. So the first three to uh, four months, we didn't have uh, a name. We didn't have a logo. We didn't have a brand. We didn't have colors. We didn't have business cards. We didn't even have a website. Um, we can't, we knew what we wanted to do. We knew what we wanted to create. It's still in the process of all being built, but we have this amazing SaaS platform, this backend platform where users can go in and purchase everything that they want and, and go through the system of submitting a design, et cetera. And we sold the service without actually having the product readily available. So we are doing the service with a cheesy landing page of a website, no e-commerce, just to your point in the title of the show, hustle, calling, cold calling, reaching out to contacts, emailing, cold emailing, like we're doing everything that we possibly can in order to obtain our first 100, 200 customers. We're very close to 100. Um, 200 is going to be an, uh, another, another experience in itself. But we are trying every single way possible in order to get our, our first 200 customers. We're not trying to be cute and develop this like scalable process. We just want the customers in and then we're going to take the data. We're going to realize how, how did we get those customers and develop a process and a scalable process once we have the data. That's awesome, man. I like, I like how, you know, the idea came, came and, and the idea was there and was already being executed even before the product was built and there was no website. And, you know, I think that's very important to, to mention to everybody that is listening because of the, you know, I, I'm sure you've heard, Jonathan, the, you know, the, that you overanalyze everything and you overthink everything and you get paralyzed, you know, because now it's way too much and, and you get paralyzed and you never even act on your idea. And, you know, it's very important for everybody that is listening to, to get that lesson out. I mean, if you believe in your idea, just, just start selling the idea and see if you can find out a customer before even building anything. Yeah. We, as entrepreneurs, create so many barriers for ourselves internally. Uh, we create so many damn excuses for ourselves as well. It's like, well, you know, the client says that they need, um, they need a portfolio or the client says that they need a, a, a working website or... Uh, the prospect that I'm talking to um, wants to talk to a designer. No, create the process, create the service, create the product, whatever it is, the product, and stay true to that lean. Like you could veer off a little bit if you want, if you so choose, but in the end, be very singular focused and stick to the to the process because that's what's going to make you the you know the millions or the you know whatever it is that your goal is it's going to make you successful um it's going to be able to help you along that way and at times you're going to have to say no but you have to get comfortable with saying no and believe it or not the customers or the prospects that you're talking to will be okay with it you just have to have the courage to say no 
Right. Yeah, that's that's totally valuable. And, you know, through the journey that you went through, you know, redesigning everything and basically restarting your business from scratch again, what do you think has been one of the worst entrepreneurial moments that you went through that you felt like almost ready to throw in the towel or, or it, you know, you thought it was way too hard? I will say that the biggest failure in business has been myself has been my own mental capacity, my own mental state, that has been the biggest failure. And I'm not going to put blame on an experience or you know this could have happened or this should have happened because we could talk about that until you know this sun goes from here to all the way you know off the screen. And I think what I did was I looked at myself and I said, well, how can I get better? How can I be better for the team? How can I contribute to society? How can I reach my internal goals, which is to provide a life for, for people, to better the community of Camden, New Jersey, which is where our, our first HQ is, which is where I'm currently located. Camden, New Jersey is a relatively... Uh, negative impoverished city to some degree uh there's a lot of it's a known for years as one of the most troubling cities in america and what we're trying to do here is truly change the community around and educate the people within the community bring them in give them internships and jobs and etc but at the end of the day i think i failed the most i wasn't i didn't read enough i didn't prepare enough. I wasn't mentally capable to receive feedback and and motivate the team to get themselves to 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 have them perform at a level that is higher than me. Um, trusting the team in order to get the most out of them. Um, ego is something that is also really, really important is ego, like your ego will will crush you if if you don't know how to channel it correctly and you need to be okay with you know giving somebody else rain you have to be okay with letting your team be the star and not always about you so to answer your question in a long-winded answer i'd say that the biggest failure has been myself however i am cognizant of all those things and i'm doing things in order to make it better. And I love to talk about that if given the opportunity. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's very true what you say, because I think one of the biggest, biggest challenges that as entrepreneurs have is mindset. And, you know, I, I talk about that on almost every episode comes up that the only person that can actually stop you from what you want to do is yourself, is what you're thinking about you. So how were you able to overcome, you know, break through those things that you were thinking about yourself? Yeah, it's a work in progress. So I cannot say my answer right now is probably going to be different six months from now or even a month from now. But I can tell you what is happening right now. Real raw uh, emotions. Number one, my diet. I'm a relatively healthy person. I work out a lot. Uh, I mean, not a lot. I'm not like a tool bag where I, uh, <laughs> I work out five days a week. Um, and I, and I try to stick to it. So 
uh, you know, working out and, and fitness is important, but the health aspect of eating the right things. I went recently, the beginning 100% vegetarian. I'm now um, not 100% vegetarian. I'm now like 80% vegetarian, 20% um, very much delicious uh, carnivore. So uh, I, I, that aspect of changing my diet from 100% carnivore and meat, like red meat, just loving all of meat, just eating it five, six times a day, changing my diet has made me faster, has made me stronger, has made my mind more, uh, less clouded, uh, more, more clear. So food, number two is reading. I go to, I, I try to read every single week during the week, but my main reading days are Saturdays. Saturday mornings are from, from like nine to two or nine to five. I read, I go to Barnes and Noble. I uh, find a book that uh, right off the shelf. I go to the Starbucks and I'd read for like five, uh, you know, anywhere between five to you know six hours ish. And I can legitimately read if not an entire book, but a large majority of the book within that six hour time constraint. I was not a reader by any means. I, I could barely read like a, a, a kid's book. I just, my mental capacity couldn't handle it. My eyes couldn't handle it, but I tried to force my body, my mind to do it. I sat down, had a good chair and focused my 100% energy on that book, able to crank it out in, you know, sometimes a day, and sometimes it took two. And then the third thing has been relatively new for me, and that's um, meditating. And I use an app called Headspace. Headspace, if you're listening, please, uh, would love a sponsorship. That'd be great. Uh, <laughs> but for... Headspace in particular, it's allowed me the ability to just think more clearly. I enjoy waking up every morning and listening to, I forget the guy's name, but his voice, it allows me to think and allows me to expand my mind, but still be centered and, and have that, that center gravity. Um, it's just a beautiful experience. And I can't wait to see the type of person that I am in six months from now. Um, because I could already see a, a huge, a huge fix in my mental mind, even after like two, three weeks of doing it every single day. That's awesome, man. And really appreciate you sharing that. Um, you know, I, I agree with you. Meditation is probably one of the keys to stay sane when all the craziness goes on. Um, and, you know, along comes with the mindset and it helps so tremendously. And, you know, something that I do recommend everybody that is listening you know, look into meditation, you know, there's, there's a lot, I actually thought that meditation, there was only one way to do it until a few months ago that I learned that there was like different types and depending on what you're looking for and, and, you know, you know, anybody can Google that, but you know, it's fascinating the result. I mean, you, you've seen it firsthand. Yeah. Um, I, I have, I used to have high anxiety. Um, I mean, of course we always do, uh, as, as an entrepreneur, um, but yeah, I mean, I've been able to take some of the courses that are in Headspace. I paid for it. I think it's worth it. But yeah, you're right. Uh, there's different forms of meditation. You have to find out what works best for you. The the solutions that work well for me, they they may not work well for you. You have to find out your own within yourself. You have to look at yourself and ask those hard hitting questions of who do you want to be when you grow up? What do you stand for as a human? Why are you on this earth? And then develop a, a solution. 
as if you were for a customer. You know, you are your own customer at the end of the day, um, but you have to create a solution for yourself and do what works best for you. So, you know, all the things that you've been sharing and that you've been, um, you know, that you've been discovering on how to improve yourself and how to become a better entrepreneur, what do you think will be your secret to the success that you had through the, you know, what you're doing right now? What do you think is that one thing that got you to where you are right now? I would say being self-aware. And I know you said one thing, but I, I think it, I can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it can be a couple if you have a couple. I think being self-aware, knowing who you are, being in touch with yourself, genuinely want to do good and understand your why. Like I, I can confidently say that like I, I don't have my whole life planned out, but I know what I stand for as a man, as a human being. And like that's what pushes me every single day to wake up and 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 you know, I have my internal goals that I have and I just won't stop until I get there. So but you need to be able to find something that motivates you. So for me, that's that's what that is. Right. That's that's great, man. I really appreciate sharing it. And and I think, you know, self-awareness and knowing yourself and knowing what you, you know, having that clear why is going to get you a lot further than than just focusing and chasing money and success and and you know, basically just chasing your tail around and and going on circles. And you know, kudos to you for for sharing that with us and and glad that you you were able to to see the difference and because I've seen it too and, and, and the results are tremendous when you understand like what is your why, what is the purpose of what you're doing. Um, so I know, I know sometimes it's very hard not to lose hope and, and you know, stay motivated. Um, what do you think is one of the things that keeps you pushing? Like what is that vision for you that, um, that keeps you going, that keeps you hustling, that that, you know, the, the reason why you wake up every morning, like what is your why? What does that look like? I want to be free, to be, just have freedom. And whether that's financial freedom, whether that's time freedom, that's, that's what pushes me. That aspect of like my freedom can be taken away from me at any moment of time. And I have, if you're an entrepreneur, if somebody's legit paying you right now, you have the single best job in the world. Right now, we have clients paying us. Right now, I am able to live off of what I'm doing. I would do this for free. I have the single greatest job in the, in the world. And the ability to go out every single day and wake up and just do the thing that you love, that to me is what, is what drives me. And Right now, it's it's Penji. In the future, and ten years from now, it could be something else. In five years or twenty years, whatever that time frame is, it could be something different. But for me personally, it, I know that this is this is just like the the next step in the evolution of who I am as a as a person. Um, I want to take care. I want to help my my family, my friends. Um, I want to be able to give back to the community. I don't care about money. I don't need a, 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 a an I eight. Although I, I would rather have a Tesla, uh, I don't need all those cool things. I don't need a big house. I, I just, uh, just, I just want to be. I want to. I want to enjoy my life. I want to have fun, and um, yeah, I just, I just want to have fun. That's awesome, man. I love it. And you know, I want to, I want to change gears a little bit from you know your story, which is amazing and incredible hustling journey that you had and tremendous success, all the way to what I like to call the hustle round, where we're gonna play this word game. I'm basically going to throw a word at you 
and whatever first word pops in mind, you know, just, just say it out loud um, and, and, and try your best. I know, you know, entrepreneurs, we try to be speakers and we love to explain things, but try to try your best to stick to one word. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Hustle. No sleep. Work. Job. Employee. Team member. Boss. Douchebag. <laughs> I love that one. Rules. No limits. College. Necessary. Fear. Typical. Weakness. Strength. Now the word strength. Understanding oneself. Okay. Motivation. Gimmicky. And last but not least, books. Important. Hey, yeah. <laughs> cool, man. All right. So, um, you know, to everybody that is listening to us right now, is there any motivational hustling quote or some words that you could share with everybody? Um, maybe they're on the fence on trying to quit their job and, and go full time on entrepreneurship, or maybe they already started a business, but they're not at the point where they want to be. What would you say to them to inspire them to keep pushing and to keep hustling? Stop reading cheesy Instagram motivational quotes. Stop <laughs> watching cheesy motivational videos. If you need inspiration in your life, then you probably shouldn't quit your job. That's number one. Go out and read a book in a store that is authorized by a major publication because you are legitimately getting inside the mind of a person that understands the subject that they're talking about. There are so many articles and there's so much content on this earth that you will get lost into the dark abyss of the internet and don't waste your time. It's good to read articles, but just don't make that your life. The last thing is try to find balance in everything that you do. There's always balance, whether it's usually it's 80-20. If you decide to, to, to quit your job there or, or become an entrepreneur, there will be no balance at first, but do your best in everything that you can in order to get yourself back to that 80-20 and don't quit. I know it's like a four-part answer, but just continue going. If you truly think that this is your calling, if you think that this is what you were born and made to do, entrepreneurship isn't for everyone. I mean, actually, no, I shouldn't even say that because the people who are going to be entrepreneurs, they're they're not going to quit. So I take that last one back. Just do, <laughs> just be you and go all in on your strengths, like all in, all in on your strengths. It might take time to understand who you are, but just once you understand yourself, it's going to take time. Just capitalize on your strengths and find people, find team members in order to help you with your weaknesses. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for sharing that. And, you know, I think his goal um, to everybody that is listening, you know, he's, he's hundred percent, Right. I mean, you know, when you have that call, you basically do everything there is in your in your power and, and sacrifice a lot of things because it's your passion and striving you. So before we leave, uh, Jonathan, is there a way that people can connect with you, follow what you're doing, or maybe they need some some design done for their business? How can they connect with you and how can they uh, reach out? Sure. The main website is penji.co. P-E-N-J-I dot C-O. I think you and I are creating a really cool platform 
And we have a Facebook group that we'd love for you to partake in and communicate and talk to us. Uh, and also I tell stories as well. So theblindentrepreneur.com, uh, you can hear your interview in addition to a whole bunch of others. Uh, Christian, I applaud you for everything that you're doing. Uh, thank you guys. Thank you to the Hustler community for, or the Hustler Nation. And do you call it the Hustler Nation? The Hustlers. The Hustlers. Yes. Yeah. Thank you guys uh, for your time. It really means a lot. You guys spending 20, 30, 40, I don't know how long this is, 40 minutes of your day and listening to my, my annoying voice. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. And, you know, again, um, a way to connect with Jonathan will be available at the show notes at thehustleshow.co slash THS29. And we'll put the link in there for the community, the, the blind hustlers as well, so that you can join us in the group and everything that we're doing, okay? And, you know, thank you so much for being here, man. I really appreciate you, everything that you're doing. Um, you know, I'm very excited to be working with you on some, some cool stuff that we're putting together. And, you know, I wish you nothing but success. I'm very grateful that I had the opportunity to share your story and get to know you a little better. I mean, I didn't know the whole story behind, behind Penji, so it was really fun to hear. And I, I really wish you nothing but success and, and best of things for you. Thank you. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to the Hustle Show audio experience. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And even if you didn't, make sure you subscribe to the podcast right now. It's still free. Visit thehustleshow.co for all the show notes and to watch the video experience of this episode. We'll see you soon.